our Bible verse tonight is first first Corinthians nine twenty four. Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. So that brings us to our topic, which is run. A lot of people think of run as in uh, running a race. Running a race. But this is like one of the most things that I've talked about in my journal. And I just heard kind of a, a sermon on it a little bit. And it sparked me to look back in my notes and see it. And it's almost like you're always running. Right? You're either running out of time. Mm-hmm. You're running to catch up. Run into the next thing. Run into yeah. the next thing. But the main thing that I was that I wrote about was running away from. And I think earlier in my before I started my walk, I think that was the thing. Like I didn't, I was always running away from the truth, no matter what that was. Making excuses, didn't want to hear the truth. So then, as I started my walk, then am I running towards him? Right. And are you continuing to? Yeah, and am I continuing to? I don't want, like, I've always been the idle hands. I can't let idle hands do anything. Right. You know, though, either way, whether you're running towards him, running away from him, you always got to do one thing. And you got to discipline yourself, no matter what you're doing in anything. Any type of a race, what's the first thing you do? You start getting that mindset. Mm -hmm. You start getting in shape. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're doing a K5 or anything. Right. Even even drag racing, you're still... You got to get your mindset right. You got to make sure everything is correct and in order. In order to be able to run that car down that track. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, no matter what you're doing... There's discipline involved. Whether you're running away from God, or you're running to God, or you're running a foot race, running a drag race, whatever it is, right. you've got to prepare no matter what. You said you're the way you the way you explained it there, you know, you you said you was running from the truth. You always made excuses. Yep. Well, there was your discipline part of it. Right. You was making excuses to not listen to the truth. Now, since you've become saved, or in my life, the way I discipline myself by reading His Word, by praying to Him, by making Him first in everything, trying to have that personal relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. That's where the discipline, and it's all, it all comes down to some sort of discipline right. in your life. Right. That's how, that's how race, the practice, the, the repetitions. Practice. Yes. Yes. But you can't even, no matter what race you're in, whether it's a timed race, whether it's a trial race, whether 
I guess those two are the same things, aren't Pretty they? Pretty much, yeah. Um, Just whether, I, don't, I don't run enough to worry about it. Well, I'm not even saying that. Like, <laughs> but you're not participating even if you don't start. Right. Right. So you have to start. Mm-hmm. Yes. No matter if you're and I think that's, the tortoise or the hare. Right. right. You're but still there, starting. There right. you go. There, there again, even if you're not starting, that's still a form of discipline. Yep. I'm not starting. Right. You right. know. Right. But like Bob was saying, though, that's kind of your mindset, that mm-hmm. discipline of your mindset to yep. say, I am, I'm starting, you know, and that's like it with anything, with a weight loss journey, with a, you know, obviously, I know we're talking about our walk with Christ and everything, but I mean, we can parlay it into every aspect of our life and projects around the house, projects on cars, pro, you know, I mean, just all kinds of things of, you have to get in that mindset of, of starting it and then do it. Right. And then maintain that. And I think that one of the best things for me has been not being disciplined enough on my own, but having those accountability partners that are going to come up and say, hey, you know, this is, this. I need you to handle this. Right. You know, whether it's you. Right. I'm not going to be here Saturday, so I yeah. need you to handle this. Right. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. That that puts me in a in a position of I have to get off my butt and do it as right. opposed to letting it ride and, and being just being compliant, which right. I've had a lot of opportunity to be as far as like men's group because you're always there and, and everything else. But it's a good kick in the pants and a good reminder to say I need to offer up more than just sitting back and not let you know ramp it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and not let you just be you know by yourself on it and figure out other ways and things like that and right. and do it the same thing with you know uh Bible study and and devotionals and I mean all of these things, you know. Yeah. I mean, and I have to remind myself now too that I've had it in my heart to reach out to people that have, you know, like stopped attending as much or stopped altogether or all of these things so knowing I need to step up and I need to because I do care about him, you know. I just need to. I need to call, right? Instead of instead of sitting by the wayside thinking somebody else is going to do it, right? Yeah. I don't know. I that was the biggest thing, and the most thing that I wrote over and over was either running away from or running toward. Yeah, and like we hit both things. Yeah, but I think the most important thing no matter if we're running backwards and making excuses or we're running to him by devotionals by being in small groups by attending church by hanging out with the right people whatever I think that starting is key yeah yeah, yeah absolutely well, if, you don't, if you don't start you're never going to go anywhere yeah. right and that's that's either direction, right? Because if you're sitting there dormant and you're not wanting to start to run away or start to run toward him or whatever, if you have no start in your life, you're just going to be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. There, that's all you're going to be. You're going to be complacent. That's yeah. it. Complacent. And it's like a roundabout when we're driving, right? You're running away, and you're running away, so you can just keep driving around that roundabout. Yeah. But every 20 feet, there's another option to get off the roundabout. Mm-hmm. But do you? Right. right. And then sometimes, 
it might be the wrong turn. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility, yes. Yep. Well, and I always have, I think, or have had, I think I'm better now. Obviously, I don't believe in any way, shape, or form I've got it down. But I always used to run away from God to walk back to him. Mm-hmm. Not maybe run back to him. Right. But yeah. walk, and sometimes maybe even crawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because it was one of those... I wasn't ready because I didn't want that accountability. You know, I didn't want that. I, I wanted to be able to, you know, still go out and party all weekend. Yeah, you wanted to look. But then sit at church on Sunday. You wanted to look good in church. Right. But you didn't want to take church home with you. Right. Yeah. You yeah. just wanted to leave it. You wanted to leave it where it yeah. was at. Here's church. Yeah. Here's everything else. And you just there's, some, there, there's you a little to... hallway down yeah. here between them, you yeah. know. You're like, well, I'll take this door this week since it's Sunday. I'll go to church. Right. Absolutely. But when I leave church, I'm going to shut that door and open my party door back mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you know that all of us has been like that. Mm-hmm. You know, even even after I got saved, you know, it took him it took him a long time to really get me away from the people that I was hanging with. Right. Because, you know, when I got saved, I'm like, oh, well, I need to go tell them guys because they need this same thing, but they didn't want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, there there again, I was like you. I wanted to leave the church thing, especially when they, they was telling me, oh, well, we're not interested in that. You know, that kind of that kind of puts you on the down pattern. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, categorizing. Yeah, categorizing. Right? That's right. it. I yeah. can do this in this little group here, yeah, and then I can do this in this group here. But this group over here, I can do this, this, and this, or whatever right. else yeah. you want to put yeah. in. Right? Yeah, this. and you get like Bob said, you get that that little bit of where you're like, I want, I want this group to come in with this. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's let's welcome them, welcome them in. Let's bring them in, and but then when they don't want to do it, then it's kind of like, well, man, I, I don't want to do this by myself, and mm-hmm. it's really weird if I have to go meet somebody new. Right, you yeah. got to hang out with somebody yeah. new, and yeah. you know what I mean. Right, yeah, exactly. I mean, but that's that's the way it starts out because at the moment, this is what you know. That mm-hmm. group that you hang, that's what you know. You know, that is where your comfort is. Yep. You know, because you're like, oh yeah, them guys has got my back. Mm-hmm. But truly, they don't got your back. Right. right. I mean, for real. Yeah. You know, but once he starts, once God starts showing you that them guys are not who they are and they don't have your back and you find people in in a small group or in a church that do have your back mm-hmm. you know that then you, you you're starting to look at these guys like do i really want to be in that group do right. i really want to be do i really want to open that door and, and leave it open or do i want to close that door and go over here mm-hmm. you know even though we closed the door because they, they denied it at first, doesn't mean that you can't go back later and present God to them again. Right. You know, because they may be in a different frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, depending on what's going on in their life and if they've grown up something. Right, yeah. So, you know, and and that's what that's where I was at because, you know, that was my comfort group. Because that's the guys I hung with all the time, you know. That we done everything together. Right? Yeah, you, you, you know? were living life with yeah, them. Yeah, I was I living mean, life with them. Yeah, and uh, and then when I got saved, you know, then their attitude kind of changed towards me because mm-hmm. I was different. Right? You know, 
I didn't want to party none. You know, I didn't want to drink beer. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go out and fight like we used to do all the time. And you know, right. So that kind of that kind of put me out of their little category, mm-hmm. I guess. So here I am by myself. So you know, that's when I started looking for people that had the same mindset I had. Right. Yeah. Which comes back to where you know you got to have that community in your life yep. you got to have that community of believers in your life to be able to grow in your faith mm-hmm. and then once you get that community in your life then you need to start well you, you need to you need to, to study the scripture anyway no matter what right oh yeah because you got to know what it says you yep. can't just go out on a whim you know that'd be like That'd be like going and taking your driver's test without reading the book first. You know, right. they're gonna they're gonna have him quirky little questions in there yeah. that you're gonna fail. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like taking your driving test without even dri- without being behind the wheel. Exactly, yeah. that's it. Yeah. I mean, you can't just do it. You know, and then and then you got your prayer. You got to do it, mm-hmm. and then you gotta then you gotta worship corporately, which mm-hmm. with other believers. Yep, you know. And then you got to start giving with your heart. That's another one. Then you got to start serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. And all, sorry, guys, but this has all come from yesterday's sermon. Yeah. You know, you knew where yeah. it was coming from, didn't you? Oh yeah. It's all coming from Cole's sermon yesterday. I mean, because he he put it out there. And then you got to have obedience with your heart, because you got to be obedient to the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got to understand that He's there for you. He's the one that's there for you not these guys over there and then he's got other people that's got that same heart that are there for you because their heart is actually attached to his heart right mm-hmm. so you know that uh, that puts everybody in the same in the same in the same thing on being obedient and then you got to go out and start sharing the word yep you know and you got to share God's word and that's the eight things that our pastor stood up on the on the on the stage yesterday and said we needed to do. Yep. Yep. And I firmly agree with every one of them that he said. Yep. If you you know if you don't got that going on in your life, you really need to step back and look and evaluate where you're at. Right. Well, it's just like we'll revert back to the the race part. Yeah. Right. The two most important things of a race. Is the start and the finish. Finish, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody remembers the in betweens. Right. Nope. I've never been a NASCAR person, but those last four laps, I'll watch them if they get turned on. Mm-hmm. Right. Now the four hundred laps before that, or right four ninety four or whatever it is, like I could care less. Well, see, and I think I'm going to disagree just a little with you. And I say that because in the analogy of just a normal race and also NASCAR, and you, you, when you're equating that with your life, remembering the start and the finish, people do remember Well, that's the wrecks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. But and, they, remember the, they remember the wrecks because that's the thing. But also, it doesn't matter if... You have a flat tire, and you go out of that race, you go out first 
and you have a flat tire and you go back in yeah and you're 20th how did you finish mm-hmm. though no absolutely and that's and i was going to allude to that too though is, is no matter how many wrecks you have mm-hmm. no matter how many times you cause a wreck or you're involved in a wreck or you're behind a wreck god doesn't remember mm-hmm. because he's paid that price right. right so you don't have to right you know what i mean so he doesn't care about that most times when it's people caring about it it's not the right heart issue Right. It's not the right. right people that you want to right. be around because they, you want to be around people that have a heart like for Christ and mm-hmm. like Christ to where they, they don't care about the wrecks. Right. Right. But, you know, on the flip you side know. of that, you know, you, you got the people that you say the people that doesn't care, you know, but sometimes you've got saved people looking at you the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh yeah. man, he just crashed and burned, you know? That's like our verse. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why Paul's talking to yes. the church in Corinth mm-hmm. about. Yes. You know, they're, because they're always looking for you to fail. Mm-hmm. People are always looking for somebody to fail. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they're doing really good and they're, and they're really focused on doing something for God. People look for the bad in it all the time. Right. And the sad thing is sometimes... It's the people you go to church with that are looking for the bad in it. Right. Waiting for the shoe to drop. Yep. Waiting for the shoe to drop. Right. The analogy that I heard was more of a cross-country race where they tripped and fell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then got up and kept going. Right. Which is reverts back to our lives. Because how many times are we on the race of life? And we trip and fall. Oh, man. Yeah. I probably only make three or four steps, and I'm already down. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, right. Like, you know, I, I mean, look at me. I'm not running anywhere. And if I'm running, run faster because something's chasing me. Right. You know? I don't even run if I'm being chased. I just stop and be like, what are you going to do? <laughs> do your best. <laughs> or worse, I guess. And I think a lot of the my old mindset was when I trip and fell, it was on my shoulders to pick me up, mm-hmm. dust off my knees, and wa- and start walking again, not running. Mm-hmm. Until until I tripped and fell, and needed help right. from him. Right. Yeah, but you know, you, before you were saved. Which it was probably the same for me, same for Mike. When we did trip and fall, we always found an excuse for it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we was always mad at somebody else. Yeah, it was always somebody else's fault. Somebody else's fault. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then after we got saved, our mindset changed. Mm-hmm. When we tripped and fall, we're like, oh, yeah, I've done that. Mm-hmm. I was the one that fell short. You know, I was the one that fell short. But yeah, God, God was always there to pick us back up, mm-hmm. dust us off, and be like, there you go. Take you three or four steps because I know you're going to fall again. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah, mine was something bad happens to me. Why Why'd God let this happen? Yeah. Right. You know, why? I mean, why? Why'd you I'm, make me fall? Yeah. yeah. I'm a good that, person. It was never our own fault. Oh, yeah. Never. Never. Yeah. Never. Somebody laid that stupid stick in the middle of the yeah. road. Yeah. You know, or. Right. Whatever, like, whatever man, I was it just was. Riding yep. my bicycle and that stick jumped right up in my spokes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Or that pastor came up on the on the thing and ruined my day because he ruined the show I was watching, or right. you know whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Like same thing. Like yeah, I had to come to church on a Saturday, on a Sunday because and I couldn't mow, and then of course it mowed after or it rained after church, so I couldn't mow again, and yeah. now the grass is tall, tall. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's, that, that's just the trip-ups that we that's have. It. Oh, oh, yeah. That's it. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, as, as we would call it, and, life. Yeah. And, again, it's just the perspective, like Bob was saying, the different perspective that you have now to realize, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. God doesn't give you anything but blessings. We're the ones that screw it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So anything that you do, you can trace back to something that you did. Right. Even yeah. if it was years ago, you know. You can still, if I hadn't, if I'd made this left turn twenty years ago, right? I wouldn't. See, this wouldn't happen now. You're back to your, you're back to your roundabout. Yeah. Right. You know, sometimes it takes taking that wrong turn to be able to get to the right place. Yep. Yep. You just might be Jonah and going fifteen hundred miles out of your way. Out of your way, mm-hmm. right? When you could have just took exit one instead of yeah. three. Right. right. Yep. But, Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it, it always amazes me that sometimes, even when we make a bad choice, God flips it around to where it was actually right for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. It's a le- It's like, you screwed up, but don't worry, because I'll fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now, I'm going to fix it my way. My way, my timing, yep. and everything, you know, because right. if you would have listened before... You were too bullheaded to listen and yep. think about it before, so now I'm going to fix it my way, because now you're more open, maybe, to mm-hmm. even think of it that way. Right. But yeah, and it's day to day, every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about y'all, but I kind of have more of a tendency to kick myself a little harder in the butt when I realize that, oh, I... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. This could have been so much easier for, yeah. I don't know how many years. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, know? you know, years years before, you know, when, when we wasn't saved, he was actually giving us blessings, but yet we thought they were troubles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. His roadblocks... Was actually stop signs for us, right? Mm-hmm. But we're like, man, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, is it like I've yeah. said? And I still needed the big flashing light. The yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I just it's been on my heart lately, and then knowing, hearing that sermon that I heard about the race and then knowing that that's the most thing that I I mean without spelling out race obviously like that was the most thing that I wrote about in my journals Mm -hmm. was the struggle of this or the struggle of this running out of time to do this because I'm bad at time management I'll be the mm-hmm. first to admit it, and my wife will be the second. But she might even be the first, right. and I'll be the second. But like, just time management, right? Like, I'm full bore at whatever. Mm-hmm. And then 
So then you have to manage other things. Yeah. Well, because again, you, you know, talking about daily life, and then it, it's even fitting everything in, you know, for, for God on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, whether it's it's thanking Him just for waking you up in the morning, or it's getting that devotional done, it's getting a little bit of studying in His Word done throughout the day, because we can always make excuses. We can always run that race all the way around God and be like, "Oh, I just didn't have time." Really? Yeah. Did you not have time, or you know? Yeah. Were you on the game for 30 minutes and that could have been your time? Right. You know, and, and I'm talking to myself. I mean, yeah. not, you know, and, or was it, I just wanted to sit down, chill and relax and watch something yeah. mind numbing on the TV. Right. You know, yeah. and well, right. That's really 30 minutes that should have, that was God's, that it's, I owe God. Right. Yeah. It's all how you utilize your time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, and that, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Is how do you spend your time? You yeah. know, I even uh, stole something from the sermon as not that sermon, but one of the people that I was talking to afterwards, their alarm on their phone went off. And I was like, oh, you got to take your medicine or, you know, whatever. And they were like, nope, look. And they labeled it God's time. So that was the time that they went and did their devotional. Mm. And they had an alarm for it because Mm. life's busy. Life is busy. That's true, and so that's a, that's a good idea. If you don't take time, yeah, to you, do it, yeah, if you don't put them reminders out there, yeah. if you, yeah, yeah, to if let you, you know, hey, you're you're too busy. You need to stop. It's it's God's time. Yeah, right. And that that because nobody's going to do it for you. No, no. Not. I mean, and you know, Satan's going to try to put everything in your way oh, to where you don't do is. it. So that's yeah, that is that's a great idea. Yeah, that yeah. is that is a good idea. And that's mm-hmm. also like putting in. Your fail-safe stuff, like yeah. your, your blockers for, mm-hmm. like, if you look at porn or, you know, whatever, yep. you put that ad blocker in there or, you know, whatever, the filter or whatever. You put, um, if you think you're on your phone too much, then you put the screen time in there, mm-hmm. you know, so then that way you only have it from for eight hours out of the day or, right. you know, whatever. Yeah. Some can't do that because of work, per se, but, right. like... Right. No, but still, I mean, you know, there could be certain times. Yeah, this is this is God's time, you know, mm-hmm. and then you you got to level. And that up. was like a like simple a thing, right? Right. Like you set the alarm to get up. Yeah. You might set an alarm for something else. Yeah. I I've got one set for a nighttime medicine, uh, you know, that I got to take. Yeah. So yeah, it's like exactly that. the same. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, because it's like, oh, I okay, got it. Either go take it or have already taken whatever, but yeah. still, it's that daily reminder. Right? You know, I'm so bad. Sometimes I got I got a weekly reminder to call a buddy of mine. Right. You know, and sometimes I still don't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, it's you know, so it's yeah. No. Yeah, because life gets so busy. Then you then you look at that and you're like, Nah, I'll just call him next week. Right. It'll be okay. Yeah. It'll be all right. I'll just call him next week. And you know, and we do the same thing with God. Oh yeah. Be the like, exact same well. Thing. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna do this devotional, but hey, God, I gotta get this done first. Mm-hmm. Then I'll come back and do your devotional. Right. right. You know, then I'll come back and 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 pray pray with you or talk to you. Or worse yet, come back. You're in the devotional and you get a notification if you're doing it on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, sidetrack. Sidetrack. Yeah. yeah. Squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know. And that's why. Again, with the sermon yesterday. Yeah. And he talked about that exactly, and he yeah. said it again. You know, he goes. It's great that we have all of this technology to have our Bible on and stuff like that, but 
then what happens when you know when you're trying to get into the word and you're reading your bible on there and something pops up well i gotta handle this real quick right man i'll tell you the and, the little the little car wash in cairo mm-hmm. had, a, had a you know they got them little sayings on their yeah changeable face sign on their last week it said uh find something to do to where you don't have to look at your phone Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so you know. In other words, focus on God before you focus on your own life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You know that that that's basically pretty much what it's saying. Oh yeah. You know, because these phones are pretty much our lifeline anymore. Right. I mean, you know, technology has made this world so small. And I I, I bring up the uh, the phone alarm <laughs> thing, right? And then I bring up me because I guilty of this of doing my devotional and then a notification comes through and then i get sidetracked right yeah but i asked the guy that gave me the idea and he was like i just put it on airplane mode so then nothing can come in i don't have cell data i don't have internet Mm -hmm. i'm doing the like i have that bible app on my phone because i may not be at home by the time my alarm goes off but then I have 30 minutes dedicated, and I just put it on airplane mode, and all that goes away, and I have smart. no, no yeah. distractions. That's very smart. Yeah. Very smart. And so I was like, huh. So he's actually using the tool that correctly. Giving yeah, yeah. yeah. Using right. It correctly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then he said there's been times that he's forgot yeah. to yeah. turn the airplane mode off, but he was like, after was three probably- or four times and then realizing what he was doing then that's when he put the second fail safe in there yeah mm-hmm. right and that's probably some of his best times oh, right. is yeah. when he realized he forgot you he know, goes i haven't gotten anything for a couple of hours best, you know? time, best times of our life is probably when we did not have these cell phones around oh yeah well, i just told you guys a sto- yeah, the story did, before yeah. before yeah. yeah like you went back went, to the 90s i went back to the 90s <laughs> because my phone was dead for yep. a whole day yeah at an amusement park. You got to admit that was pretty peaceful, though. It was. Like, yeah. it It was almost like if you're drinking soda for the longest time and then you start drinking non-caffeine stuff like water or unsweet tea or whatever, mm-hmm. and you get fidgety, yeah. and you're like, well, what do, I, what, what do I do? I bet you was freaking out when it first went dead, wasn't yeah, you? Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. I even thought about going and buying a stupid mobile charger... For a stupid amount of price, just to charge your just to try it to see if my port would work. Mm. Like it, it wasn't yeah. even a guarantee. That right. would have been as bad oh, as yeah. buying a twelve dollar corn dog. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at least I was hungry, and it would have worked. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Sure like, at least that. Kind of satisfied you some. Yeah. Right. Needless to say, I spent the rest of the day in the nineties. But you know, right. like, because I but with better judgment. I was like, nope, because there is no sense of even yeah. doing it because it's on a gamble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. Like I'm gonna oh, spend yeah. this money, right? And like you said, it's gonna and be is it gonna work? Well, for one thing, a lot more expensive. For one thing, you was in a place that uh, possibility man had no signal anyway. I mean, yeah. Well, I knew I did because I was using it before it died. Okay, gotcha. But, but, and then in retrospect, like thinking about it now, with you guys, like. That money that I would have spent on that charger got spent on something else that enhanced somebody else's life 
and got them out of their bubble. There mm-hmm. you go. So, like, it was totally worth it and totally worth yeah. me being 76 and sitting on a park bench and people watching <laughs> there. a woman. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was... And also, like, because there was pop-up concerts or mm-hmm. pop-up bands playing. So, like, I probably would have never even paid them no attention. Yeah. yeah. But... You know, in that area, and then right. the band started playing, and like I was just there in the moment. Yep. So God was like, "Hey, Ronnie, just pay attention to all these people." Yeah, yeah, Ronnie, you need to unplug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're running. Yeah, it's yeah. time to time to run. Time to put the yellow light on. Yeah, yep. time to start. Yeah, Heck yeah. You guys got anything else? Anything? Anything? It doesn't even have to be about the topic. Mm. Anything that's on your heart this week? Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know. I don't. No? Uh-uh. All right. Well, let's do final thoughts then. All right. I got two. Run towards who doesn't remember or care about your life's wrecks. Or tithing is giving God what is his first, but it's not just money. Absolutely. You know that, I, and I was going to say something about that a while ago. So I guess I do got something. Else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God only asked for 10%. He only asked us to give 10% back. So you figure that's six minutes an hour. Mm-hmm. It's 10%, which only comes to two hours and 40 minutes a week. Why can't we give him that? Honestly, we should be giving him all of it except for the two hours and 40 mm-hmm. minutes a week. Right. But all he really wants is that two hours and 40 minutes. And sometimes we can't even do that. Yeah. Sometimes we can't give him that six minutes an hour because mm-hmm. our life is too busy. So just think on that one a while. Just kind of do the math on that one. Are you giving him two hours and 40 minutes a week? Or are you even giving him 10 minutes a week? Right. Yeah. Evaluate yourself. See where you're at. So and my actually my final thought is going to be. Oh yeah. I'm gonna, go ahead. I'm going to say don't count church. Yeah. Don't count church. This is this is extra. Yeah. yeah. Extra. Yeah. Extra. Yeah. extra. That's it. That's right. Extra. So yeah. actually, my my final thought is Second uh, Timothy four seven and eight, chapter four verses seven and eight says, "I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith." Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Yeah. Yes. I've always loved them two verses. Mm-hmm. I can. I think mine comes from the word race itself. And I kind of typed it out when I texted it to you guys. I don't know if it came out like that or not, but it's, are you in? Yep. Right? Like, not are you in, but A-R-E. Right. You in. Right? Yep. But I used the the letters from each, for each thing. Yep. Because you're in the race, but are you in the race? Right. Just like. We all said, like, your mindset, are you there? Are you present in the race? Yep. Yeah. Right? Like, you're 
two hours and what? how many minutes did you say? Two hours and 40 minutes. 40 minutes. You take that guy that I talked to that set his alarm for 30 minutes each day, you're over two hours and... Oh, yeah. Over two hours and 40 minutes a week. Yeah. Or, yep. Yeah, well... Two hours and forty minutes a day, a day. is where you're at. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's still going. He's still going. He's going to be real close to it. Yeah, you know, right. And that's, and that's just like I told my son. We had a discussion about doing something like a project wise mm-hmm. that dragging your feet about doing. I was like, just break it up, right? Mm-hmm. You break it up into thirty minutes. We'll say because that's what I've been saying. But you break it up in thirty minutes a day, over three days. That's an hour and a half. Yeah. And that's all you're doing. You're just doing that project for thirty minutes straight. Yep. You might not even need that third day. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's right. But I, th- I, to close out my final thought though, I think you just you need to start to even be in the race yeah and to when the time comes when your time comes you want to cross that finish line right right and you, you know, want to and you want to cross the finish line strong yeah you don't yeah. want to right. stumble on trip and barely get right. over mm-hmm. but also you know uh, god says we need to run that race but the thing is is when we're running that race, we're not really racing with anybody else nope. but ourselves. Yep. Right. That's what he just says. Run towards me as hard as you can, as fast as you can, and be diligent in what you do. And when you finish that race, you're going to have that reward. You're going to have that crown. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but the thing is, is, is we run that race, but as we're running that race and we see somebody else fall, we need to stop just long enough to help them up and then start running again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because most times it's slowing us down from the race is ourself. Exactly. Right. That's the number number one Got through it. five reason. Yep. Exactly. And you can never stumble or fall too many times to where God won't pick you back up. Correct. Oh, you know, we're going to stumble and fall all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he'll always be but there he, to pick you But yep. he says, finish Yep. Don't give up. Right. That's right. Join us on our Facebook group. Give us some topics, some comments. Just interact with us. If you have any questions that you would like to go into long form about, you can email us at brokenrecordministries at gmail.com. And until next time. Broken Record Ministry. Catch you on the flip side.